Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. With fentanyl deaths soaring, the San Diego County Medical Examiner is experiencing a backlog in its toxicology labs. Results have been delayed for months, causing problems for the justice system and causing emotional and insurance issues for families of the deceased. Karen Kucher covers public safety at the Union Tribune. Well, Karen, thank you for joining me. Uh, Can you give me an idea about the scope of this problem and why is it happening? Hi, so uh, we decided to do a story on this because uh, we look at the medical examiner's site pretty routinely as on the public safety team. And several months ago, there was a note that went on the top of the uh, website that warned people who came there that there was gonna be uh, four to six month delays in getting uh, cause of deaths and getting autopsy reports back um, because they had uh, a backlog of cases. And so that's what got us sort of looking into the story. And um, this is an outgrowth of the really bad problem of fentanyl and fentanyl overdoses. Um, there are other reasons. I mean, there are other causes of death in the county, but there's just been a huge increase in uh, fatal overdoses involving fentanyl. Um, only, there was 151 deaths in 2019, and this year for 2021, they haven't quite finished all the numbers yet, but they expect there to be more than 800, and that is a huge, huge jump. Um, so we started asking the county some questions. Um, they also have a problem because not only do they have just a lot more cases, but they have um, some vacancies in the medical examiner's office. We really hadn't had very many increases in staffing over the last couple of years anyway. And uh, they have some positions they've been unable to fill or they've had difficulty filling. And so um, we just sort of envision this huge mountain of work and not that many people around to sort of handle it. Um, the, the other thing is, who does it affect? And if you think about it, the medical examiner's office, they investigate uh, homicides, suicides, accidents, sudden or unexpected uh, natural deaths. And uh, so their customers, the people waiting for information from them, uh, clearly it, it involves criminal cases. So you've got uh, defense attorneys and prosecutors waiting for information on how that person died and sort of what was found during the autopsy. And you have uh, family and friends of people who uh, die unexpectedly or die from suspected overdoses. And they too are kind of waiting for information to find out what happened to their loved ones. Um, And then there are deaths that um, people don't know if they're natural deaths, they don't know if they're suicides. And so, um, you know, you're waiting for the death certificate from the county uh, in order to go and kind of close up the person's estate. And the delays uh, have an impact on those people as well, because if the cause of death is listed as pending, um, you may not be able to get an insurance uh, policy uh, to be paid out until that cause has been determined. Wow. Well, what is the county doing to address this? So um, the county is 
uh, a couple of things. The county is, 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 uh, has asked for more staffing for next year. So they're, while I was researching the story, they have their budget proposal came out. Um, there's 66 people in the department. Now they're asking for six new positions uh, for next year. So they're looking to increase their staffing by about 10%, which is not an insignificant number. Um, they have these vacancies that they can't quite uh, attract people to fill the jobs. So they're also um, in the process of looking at uh, increasing the pay for some of those positions, although that hasn't been finalized. But the most significant thing um, is they're talking about hiring a private lab um, to do uh, help them work through some of the backlog of these cases, um, basically do the toxicology reports um, on uh, for cases that have been delayed, for cases that are, are caught up in the backlog. Yeah, I know you talked to some families just about um, what this has meant for them, you know, emotionally, paperwork wise and, and otherwise. What did they have to say? Well, you know, it, sometimes we do these stories and it's really hard to get to the people that are affected. Um, it's not like you can know who's waiting around for a report. It's, it's hard to sort of, sometimes people contact us and sometimes we, um, they contact other people and we, we sort of get put in touch with them. And I had a chance to talk to a woman who uh, her brother um, died unexpectedly in December. And she was, uh, she and the rest of the family are waiting for the autopsy report to be completed, are waiting for the toxicology results to come back um, to find out what happened to her brother when he died. Um, he had had a history of drug use, but family uh, thought that he had uh, stopped taking opioids. Uh, and uh, there's a suspicion that maybe that was what killed him, but they don't know that for sure. And again, um, coming back to the topic of fentanyl, one of the problems and one of the reasons that fentanyl is resulting in so many deaths is because it's really... Uh, it's widespread in all types of drugs these days. So uh, somebody who thinks that they're buying cocaine or they think that they're buying methamphetamine, um, they'll buy a counterfeit pill that has been manufactured by uh, a drug dealer and it will have fentanyl in it instead. And fentanyl is super powerful, super, uh, super strong and um doesn't take very much of it to be a lethal dose. And so um, some of the folks that I've interviewed for other stories, they really look at this as poisonings as opposed to accidental overdoses because people are taking, thinking they're taking one thing, uh, maybe that they have a habit of taking and they end up taking uh, something that they never intended to take and they certainly didn't intend to take it in the dose that it, it's administered. And so, um, in this case, with this one family that we talked to, you know, they don't know. They've been waiting for months to get answers. Um, they think it, it may have been an accidental fentanyl uh, poisoning, but they don't know that for sure. And um, again, talking to the family, uh, the, the sister of this, this man who died, her concern is not just 
personal. I mean, they haven't had a, a, a funeral. She hasn't told other family members. You know, it's a big unknown for months and months and months. But she also worries that, um, you know, what happens to the police investigation of some of these cases where somebody has got died from a uh, accidental overdose, and maybe it's tainted narcotics, and it's not like the police can kind of jump on who has sold this to users if it takes months and months and months for the toxicology to come back. And so she's worried, not just, you know, uh, her personal situation, but kind of the wider concern of, you know, hundreds of these cases that are just sort of sitting there waiting for answers. And how is that uh, delaying um, police investigations, prosecutions, um, justice, so. Yeah, that is a really good point. I mean, what is being done to crack down on this? We know that it's a, a national problem, but what's being done here here locally? The issue of fentanyl is is a huge issue, not just in San Diego County, in California, but in the whole country. Um, and uh, just to think that we've had more than 800 deaths in a year is just, it's, it's a huge number. It's a huge problem. It's affecting lots of families and friends of the victims. I know that the, on the police side, there are uh, efforts underway to sort of um, have investigators go out to accidental overdoses, try to begin figuring out who got the drugs, where did they come from. Um, I know the, the district attorney's office is um, also looking to prosecute. So we've had some cases in the past year where um, people who've sold uh, drugs that have gotten people killed have been prosecuted for that. So there's an effort underway to sort of combat this, but it's really a, a very scary issue. Um, and it's something that, that uh, from other reporting I've done, I know that the, the County Office of Education has um, people that are trying to sort of get the word out to uh, kids, to students, um, so that they're aware of the danger because uh, your ability to sort of um, try something, experiment as a youth, um, that's really not possible. That really shouldn't be something that anybody thinks is okay to do in this day and age because um, you could buy something and take it thinking that you were taking something that you're friend of your neighbor took and it's no big deal. And it turns out it's, it's something that's gonna kill you. And uh, unfortunately, I, through the reporting that I've done on other story, stories, there've been parents that say, you know, she didn't take drugs. She, you know, her, her friend gave this to her and she died. And it's just really sad. So um, it's a big problem. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, Karen, anything else to add about the story? Uh, not really. I mean, we're, we're hoping to find out more. The county hadn't uh, picked or signed a contract with the private lab. And so we still have outstanding questions about um, who they're going to pick and how much they're going to spend on this and uh, how many cases they're going to offload to this private group. Um, you know, they're, they're trying to uh, address the backlog um, after kind of not addressing it for a while. And so hopefully some of the people that are waiting like this, uh, this woman whose brother died, um, you know, they'll be getting answers. Karen Kucher, public safety writer. Thanks so much. Thank you.